Uh, my cousin Trevor. Say hi, Trevor. Hi. Okay, say a little bit more than hi. Hi, I'm Trevor. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> about uh, releasing that track, um, recording it and releasing an acoustic version and titling it uh, A Prayer for Strength. (laughs) 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 Wow, this is crazy, man. What is it? It's just a piece of cardboard that you put your, um, you put like your iPhone in and you can like do like very, I don't know, simple virtual reality. Like on the phone, like it just yeah. is that from Google? Yeah, it's Google Cardboard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I saw that. I was curious how it works because they're like theirs is the cheap alternative to like because some of those virtual reality masks cost like two hundred bucks, right? Like one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. Like that. Which is why I wanted to try it. I actually was thinking it'd be a good idea just for the show, but this is kind of confusing, so I'll do it later. Um, um, if I can make a quick suggestion, can you just you want to take five minutes and see if you can just get it up and running because yeah. it would be interesting to have on here if you can't figure it out in a couple of minutes no no we no. can do it on I the can, next one i can but... figure it out yeah no keep it keep it rolling though i'll do it live i'll do it live these are my li- oh or this is, these are my live impressions of google cardboard uh as you can see it's definitely cardboard uh it's, it's, a, it's a lot sturdier than i thought though because it's got like these cool glasses in there and like velcro and shit on it whoa helicopter no way all right, all right. Now here's what you do: flip that up. This video is called, called "Guy Gets High and Messes with Virtual Reality." I'm trying to figure this shit out right now. Whoa! <laughs> Helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to conversations for our grandkids. Here we have uh, today Seamus Moore, the handsome white man who just takes this show and makes it into something special. And this lovely, sultry voice you're hearing is none other than the voice of Adam George. Applause, please. Uh, just applause, please. Qu- quiet down. Oh, I see. Just... Okay, okay, I see what I was doing wrong. Okay, so th- I'm figuring out Google Cardboard as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. Before you know it, I'm going to be in a virtual reality land, and I'll tell you what I- I'll tell you what I'm experiencing as it's happening. Let's see. Yeah. So just to fill you guys in, uh, if you if you're not aware, the uh, Google Cardboard is basically Google's really cheap. Um, phone virtual reality interface i don't know there's probably a better way to word that but um samsung has their version which is like more like it's like made of plastic and it looks more like a like a device than anything else and it costs like 150 bucks or something like that that's crazy this this google cardboard one apparently is pretty cool and it's made out of cardboard and seamus is uh looking at it right now so seamus tell us what you see oh my gosh what don't i see i just see a uh, <laughs> no I, I honestly i just see like a start screen right now i'm just trying to figure out how to how to get so it from my my view it looks like seamus is literally just looking into a cardboard box <laughs> no it's you just hold it up to your face really honestly I, look i'm hitting yeah it. so his phone is inside this cardboard box and is there like so there's two i'm assuming this is how it works yeah okay i can see it now so it it, it has two eye holes on the inside your phone is uh, like so, your phone is oh, at the sweet. back of it, and then there's two eye holes, yeah. so that your eyes are each eye is looking at the phone separately. Rotate and... your viewer in order to navigate back. Okay, try it. Try it now. Oh, <laughs> all right, sweet. Okay, this is all great. right. Let's see. Uh, exhibit. Should I go to exhibit or explorer? What am I doing here? Go to exhibit. Let's go to exhibit. Ooh, I'm I'm seeing a hawk rattle. This is 
I'm looking at this Native American looking oh. ass thing. Wow, virtual reality is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that is pretty cool. I mean, it's like no matter the way I move my head, I feel like I'm moving away from the mic, but yeah, that's kind of cool. Oh, dude, Vatican mask. This is okay. This actually is really interesting as far as like I could definitely see this being used in schools for like instead of going to a museum, you have access to the 3D scanned models of all of these like crazy pieces of art. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, you could go to a museum without having to leave the classroom. Yeah, this is actually really, really cool. I'm so down with this right now. How much did that Google Cardboard cost? Uh, it's only $15 at, or maybe it was 20 bucks. I'm not sure. But I, I was like, it's better than the, the $200 that people are spending. And let me just get a taste of this VR lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah, is that, the, um, is that only for iPhone? Uh, no, no, they just have it for iPhone now. It's been for like Galaxies and stuff before. And like ah, the, the okay. Google phones, I might get one. whatever the Google phones are called. I think those are the Android ones. Yeah. yeah. All, right, all right. I have one of those. Let's see what, let's see what Explorer is. <clears throat> oh my gosh. This is amazing. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> it, it, so all it does basically is the iPhone just creates two separate images on the either thing. And I guess this enhances it. So it makes it makes you feel like you're kind of there, I guess. So like whenever I move my head, the camera moves. You know, like virtual reality. <laughs> no, my neighbor just gave me this package. She was waiting outside for it, and, or she took it in her house and, like, called me up and was like, come outside, I have this package for you. And I tried to explain to her what it was, and she just was like, oh, okay. <laughs> she, had no, she had no idea. All right. Um, That's pretty cool, man. I wonder what the advantages are to the other ones that cost a lot of money. Like, is it just that they have a strap on them? You know, like, what are the... Are there any problems with this Google Cardboard that the other ones solve? I'm sure there are because they wouldn't cost so much. And, well, that's not what the fuck is this? But I'm just curious what the, you know, if, if that's all it takes, why the fuck would you make a device that costs 150 bucks? Yeah, I don't know what I'm in right now. It looks just like a white screen, so I'm not sure if Explorer is just Internet Explorer. <laughs> 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 Guys, I'm, I'm hacking into the Internet right now. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. He's taking a look around oh, in the inside the gully works. Urban the hike. Oh boy, uh -oh. that's. Uh oh, I don't want to take any of these. I'm only going to take urban hikes in virtual reality from now on. I've had, <laughs> I've had too life. many urban hikes go wrong. Run into too many hoodlums. Oh wow! So this is crazy. This is like it's basically just like Google Maps. Like it's a still image, but I'm just able to. Oh, and there's the Eiffel Tower. Oh, I'm in Paris. <laughs> That's so fucking funny, man. Wow. <clears throat> this is so urban. <laughs> what the fuck? That's cool, man. I should get one. Yeah, so basically I'm just I'm under I'm underneath the uh, Eiffel Tower right now. Oh, uh, look at all these gypsies. Look at all these gypsy fucks. fucks. Oh. That was so funny, dude, when you went to Europe and you came back and you were like, no, fuck the gypsies. Dude, honestly, <laughs> fuck the gypsies. I know the gypsies get a, a hard, uh, they get a hard rap, but, you know, in America, we, we think they get a hard rap because we don't have any gypsies. No, gypsies are the worst, all right? Look, I'm not saying it's inherently the gypsy way, but it's, you know, it's what the gypsies do. They just gypsy people out of shit all the time. They gyp you. They just gyp them. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's Google uh, Cardboard. I'm kind of done with that for now. I'll, I'll play around with that some more later, and I'll get back to you. But uh, yeah, you know what? Um, you know what I think is going to be like what I'm waiting for is the like I don't want to buy the new system before there's any real media to enjoy. Like I don't want to get into this 3D uh, like virtual reality shit. And it's like, oh, you can look at these exhibits in these this museum. And it's like, oh, well, I mean, I could, I guess. But like, how about like? Call of Duty with virtual reality. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I want to do. I think the higher end ones have stuff like that now, or like you know, my what I'm really interested, honestly, is sort of like a very, a very, uh, a more enhanced version of what I just experienced, where you could actually be walking around in real time in Paris or something like that. You know, because I mean, you got to think. I mean, maybe maybe they wouldn't use drones or something, but they'll definitely have something where you can be piloting something. That would actually be in real time going through. I mean, they probably could use a drone, have one of these things on a drone and you can just fly around and like look at shit. But from like a country apart. But why would you need it? Why would you need a drone? I know why it seems a little antiquated, but I, but there's got to be some there's got to be some kind of. I'm just trying to think about the logistics of how you would film it. 
as it's happening. I'm talking about like live, like you would be there. Yeah, like you could be like, yeah, because, you want right. to be at President Obama's speech tonight? And then like everybody just shows up in their drone, like, we're ready. Yeah. And then the drone, if you turn your head to the right, the drone would spin to the right. Yeah. I, I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 That's got to be the next thing, right? That's going to be a thing. I don't know. But I don't know if they would want that many drones flying around the president. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's the same drone. Maybe it's like a guided thing where you can, you can all get into this virtual, the one single thing that's like, if you tune into this channel and you can all yeah. be at the. You know what it, you know what it would be? I think it would be a drone with like 12 cameras on it, like a clock, you know, like one at each. Um, basically like, like if the drone is like a disc on, on the edge of the disc is a camera so that, well, they have those already. Can... They have those. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, how they, so that's how they shoot head... a lot of the 3d stuff. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you wouldn't, you would only need that one drone just with one of those things, you know, so that if you turn your head, it doesn't turn the, the camera for everyone else because everyone else just has, they might be on camera one, you know, or camera two, you can go to turn your head for camera three, four, five, or whatever, while they're still looking at camera one and two, because it's all going at the same time. Yeah. That way you'd only need one, dro one drone. Uh, we're talking about this. I guarantee you the real technology is going to be so fucking, so much more crazy than what we're talking about right now. Yeah, I know. That's our, what I'm saying. Our like, kids are going to be like, listen to these fucks. I'm saying, it, <laughs> I'm saying drones, and as I'm saying it, I'm like, drones, like, I know they're like the new thing now, but aren't they already the worst? Like, nobody, like, they're, they Yeah, suck. nobody really wants them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're kind of creepy and weird, man. It'll it'll be something though. Maybe it'll be a person who walks around with one of those things on. You can just get into their camera or something. There's you know what I'm waiting for. What? I'm waiting for Matrix style shit. You know, don't just put something over my eyes. Tap right into my brain, dog. Because then you could, if you go into someone's brain, you can um, like hijack uh, like time. You know, for for in their experience, if you and their bank account, put, bro. You know what I'm saying? Learn oh, that. Learn that. So shh. Get up in there em. real fast. Chip them. Chip them real nice. Hey, do you speak English? No, I don't. I don't, gypsies. <laughs> and I don't have any money either. <laughs> or at uh, least any cash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea, man. And then I think we could probably smooth out a lot of the uh, misunderstandings that we have as well. If we could maybe, I don't know, I don't know how retroactive it could be where you could maybe go back and experience someone's life in a minute, basically. But we could get to a weird point with with technology where we're all kind of uh, able to experience all of the experiences that we've all experienced. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which would be interesting. Um, and that's, that's usually like the argument I make when I, when I, when I discuss like technology versus the enlightened society, like, I think that it could happen both ways or maybe it, it does happen both, like a mixture of both, um, is that we sort of, it's like, I, I forget which, uh, guru was saying this, but he was talking about the mixing of the, uh, capitalistic West and the spiritual East sort of philosophies into like what the actual game plan is where he's like, yeah, you need some of that and you need some of this. You can't, you know, if you're too spiritual, you know, nothing gets done. If you're too money driven, you are missing out on the point of life. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think you're right. I think it happens. Uh, I think it could happen either way. Either everyone starts meditating and totally almost withdraws from technology and we're just doing enough to kind of keep everyone alive and meditating we could all be enlightened and it could happen that way. And in that sense, all sorts of crazy shit would, would happen. It, it We would all be having the craziest experiences because we're all very good at meditating. Or we could World develop wide technology. Orgy. Everybody gets invited yeah. in the Matrix. Exactly, bro. <clears throat> but, well, either in the Matrix or on the astral plane, you know, it could happen either way. It depends on which scenario we're uh, we're. <laughs> We're developing. I'm just thinking about the next day at the office, though. Like, every, everybody, we just had this worldwide orgy, and everybody's just like, hey, uh, so how's your morning going? <laughs> uh, still thinking about Janet's testicles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would get weird. Yeah. Because that's the thing, man, like people's like uh, people take the Internet, like the furries are my great example of this. But people take the Internet and they use it as this way to um, like manifest these weird, deep, dark secrets because they can find other people who have similar interests. So they're just like, yeah, I'm going to fucking, you know, what, what turns me on is when I get dressed up in this weird outfit and someone says some weird shit to me, like all this very oh, strange little shit. pony guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. So on the, on the, you know, let's say we all, we do get plugged into this matrix world. 
but there's gonna be some bizarre shit going down because there's gonna be a lot more freedom to create whatever it is you want to create there. Yeah, you open the wrong door and you're fucked for life. <laughs> you see, yeah, literally. You see, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, three lifetimes of virtual reality. And then they're gonna have those stories too, where somebody gets trapped in there or something, like some virtual crimes happening. Well, is it really rape if it happens on the virtual landscape? You know, if yeah, right. If my my client was a flying dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, the jury can see he is not a flying dragon. (laughs) Like, and dude, it's so funny because those types of arguments. It sounds just like the type. Like, let's say, for example, uh, you identify as um, somebody who shouldn't have a left leg. You know, it's like you know they you chop your left leg off you have to go to the hospital and then someone sues you because you're fucking crazy you did something crazy you know but it's like well he chooses to identify as a man who doesn't have a left leg so you know the fact that he had the surgery really it's up to him and and all that so it's like the same type of shit where it's like well on the on the inter- he may be a human in real life but this internet crime he did he did as a dragon yeah. and those rules are different you know, like, well these dragon know, gloves so don't fit you must drag him to quit. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's weird, man. Uh. uh that kind of reminds me. I did a I did a mic an open mic last night. Um. At a college. Uh. I won't. I, I like that mic. I do like that mic. But it was packed with college kids, and uh, they seemed like a lot of a lot of fun types. You know, there was a lot of there was a a, a girl with like a nose ring and a shaved head and a lot of different colored hairs going on and I was like oh boy this is my crowd I'm gonna have a great time talking uh, as a really, cis white really, male let me let me just <laughs> give you my experience <laughs> oh boy no but but I I, I uh so I get where up, was it at oh no. what, like what kind of venue I mean um it's like a nice little cafe and it's 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 okay. usually like a, a smaller crowd uh so it was nice that people were there, but I've just been on a streak of yelling at the audience. I, I know it's probably not a good idea, but like I probably only did like two actual jokes in my set last night because like I I found that, uh, and it wasn't just me. I was watching all the other comedians have trouble with the room too, and I was seeing like their fucking smirks and shit. Like hmm, he said, "cunt." Like mm, ah, mm, ah, and I knew it. It's just like a cis white man to do that. Yeah, and I was like, man, like I I thought that the. I mean, I guess I kind of believed it that because I, I have been to college, I've been to sort of a liberal college where I've seen people who are super overly offended by everything like the safe room shit. I mean, but but I think it's odd to, because we were sort of on the cusp of that. We were we were right as that was sort of sort of taking, you know, a, a, a big uh, it started becoming a big thing. Right. I feel yeah. like, mm-hmm. and these yeah, kids. Yeah, while we were in college, and it, it just started to become popular to get really offended about everything. Yes, and now these kids are like four years younger than me, and it's like we're speaking a different fucking language. I feel like such an old man because I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you so yeah, offended by this? You're at a comedy show. Yeah, you're already like the old racist grandpa who's like, eh, like, of course nobody likes the gooks, you know? It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. like grandpa, yeah, yeah. chill. But like, yeah, yeah. It, these kids are like four years younger than us. But they're so like, it's like it's weird. Yeah, but it's not. But I, I'd say that maybe the I don't know. It feels like the it feels like the gap between me and my grandparents is a little bit more justified, right? Because it's like they are, they actually did have some racist racist tendencies. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I'm on. saying. Yeah, it's like as much of a difference, but. In that case, you can understand it because it's like, you know, they're like 50 years older than me. Of course, like times were different, et cetera, et cetera. But like times aren't that different between four years. So where's that enormous discrepancy coming from? It was it was bizarre, man. So, I I, yeah, I I I don't know. It kind of because I did a show in front of like really old white people the other day and they were more open to shit than this fucking young up and coming crowd was really. And it's not to say that, like, I don't want it to sound like. Oh, why am I not getting any laughs? Why am I not getting any laughs? Because I don't care. I know that I know that I turned the audience off. I did it on purpose. I I went in. <laughs> I, I did. I did. I immediately turned against them, which was a bad idea. But I was just like, I was, just, I was, I kept turning back to the other comics, and I was like, this is for you guys. I don't give a shit what they're. I'm just, I'm literally doing this for you guys because I've seen the whole night how people have gotten up there and done jokes that kill. I mean, one of the guys who was there, extremely funny. He was like a finalist in Philly's funniest. I was like, these kids don't even understand how lucky they are. 
bar to be hearing this guy at a fucking stupid free open mic. You know what I mean? Yeah, that they they didn't have to pay to see him. Most people do. And he's just having ridiculous. He's just having so much trouble with them. And I'm like, they, they're just they're like looking at each other. Like, Ugh. like every time somebody says something about oh, like any anything that had to do with a woman or race or anything that is oh my God. funny. You know what I mean? Like because. Like yeah, and and I was I was just watching it happen and going like they're gonna do that to me too, and I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just, yeah. You might as well just get just accept it. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I don't know, man. It, it was a little bit troubling because it's like when the when the older generation is way more easygoing than you, there's a fucking problem. There's a fucking yeah. problem. I also wonder. Uh... Who who's uh who's included in that generation? Like what what are the boundaries of our generation? What what does our generation actually look like? Because I've spent a lot of time socially with so the like two different groups. Pre college, it was mostly you know middle class to lower class, I guess, uh, kids of all kind of races and creeds. And then after high school, like in college, it was mostly white like upper middle class people right so i've got these two different businessmen small <laughs> wall street <laughs> businessmen adam no, took but... a crazy turn he just started hanging he wasn't working with them he just started <laughs> he just started hanging out with wall street <laughs> that's with wall street hello wall street <laughs> um so but i think my just from being in the city and the same city same part of the country i i feel like my view is skewed because i've most i've hung out with like two mostly similar groups of people as part of quote unquote our generation that doesn't include kids who are a little bit younger it doesn't include uh kids or adults that are a little bit older because you know i've kind of been in the same group once i graduated from college like i just i mean i don't really talk to that many people you know so i, I and the people i'm working with now are much older than me so you know like i still i'm stuck with the same prejudices i have about our generation but i i'm not getting any new information about it you know I, I've and always... it, i am worried in some sense because it, it does seem like we're getting more like offended but then there's other people that i meet like my like i have a lot of friends who are who are like not like that you know yeah. who are just they're open to everything they like, really don't give a fuck if you could say like it'd be hard to offend these people you know you could say whatever you want and they'd be like well you're just being an asshole i don't know what that would that's about you know like fuck you fuck off if if they thought you were really trying to be offensive otherwise they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt and if you're telling a joke they'll laugh or they'll be like ah eh, well that wasn't that funny but i'm not going to jump down this guy's throat you know yeah but they're i'm i don't know which group is the louder or the the more people or the loud the loudest voice for sure are the social justice warriors who are complaining about everything but i'm not sure that they represent the actual like quote unquote voice of our generation or if they are the loud minority. I think I think that they are the loud minority portraying themselves as the majority, but I think that that wave is starting to crack back on them slowly. I think we're on the cusp of sort of a big retaliation against that kind of shit. I can feel it, man. It feels like more and more people are are getting like frustrated with the sort of contradictory ideas that are presented by a lot of these kinds of people who, you know, they 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 just they're going to the 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 very very extreme left which is i guess what i'd classify as like the tumblr kind of activist you know like who, who those kinds of people they're they're getting so specific with how they get offended that they're starting to eat themselves alive because they're you know like they're going like Caitlyn Jenner is no longer uh one, one of their pre precious you know safe safe people that they can i don't know like the heroes because she she came out in support of Ted Cruz and then so like you know Right. I, I don't know. Like if it, it flips, it flips or, or they're like, oh, yeah. So what? So she's a transgender woman, but she's also she was like, oh, she's like a rich transgender woman or like, you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. Also, I heard like, oh, she uh, she turned into a woman and now she wants to like she's wearing like red dresses and wearing lipstick and high heels. Like, you know, like she got in trouble for that because they were like, well, why can't she just act more like I don't know, like. I don't, I, I, a more masculine, I guess. I don't, I don't understand because they were like, oh, like, you know, she's not this hero of the transgender because she just wants to be like, she's trying to be, she's reinforcing like the female feminine stereotypes. And I was like, yeah, isn't that kind of the point? If you say you're a man who wants to become a female, it's got to be all the like poignant stereotypes. 
you know? Otherwise, why would it be this symbolic thing for you or this, you know, thing you have to accomplish? If it was just like, oh, well, you know, I'll just say I'm a female now because that's all it takes, then whatever. But, you know, no, they want to dress in, in a dress and lipstick. It's like, what is the point of this? And that's what I think you're saying is like, now they're starting to attack. It's P- like people who would normally be their allies, they're starting to attack. <clears throat> yeah, and, exactly. And as soon as it just ends up where there's nobody left except for like, I mean, we made this joke before, but like the Native American Jew, uh, lesbian woman, <laughs> yeah. you know, like and she's yeah. also crippled yeah. and she's also a midget. Like, uh-huh. like she's blind. She's the only one. Dumb. She's the only one that everyone can get behind. Yeah. Anymore. They're hating each other but supporting her because it's just that's as far as the like, well, we can agree that she still needs help. You know? like, <laughs> she runs for president and everybody's just so guilt tripped that they vote her in. No, she's beautiful. <laughs> she's special. <laughs> like, just, that'd be awesome, dude. Just like a oh, that'd be great. blind, deaf and dumb fucking president. Yeah. Oh, Trump my God. 2016. Yeah. Oh, oh! <laughs> I done did it right there. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Blind, deaf, and dumb. The crowd Trump is, they're on their feet right now. Holy fuck. Dude, but yeah. I, I mean, no, I really like, honestly, I can't say that uh, Trump has any redeeming qualities as a as a presidential candidate. Yeah, no, I, I actually agree with you on that one, man. I, I think that the only reason he appeals to me sort of, uh, and it's getting less and less the more shit I hear him say, but I, because like the chaos, the chaos factor that I'm going to actually yeah, yeah, shake yeah. some shit up kind of thing. I'm right. like, look, it might be bad, but I'm willing to just see what I'm kind of it's kind of like if you <laughs> I'm like playing with matches almost where I'm like, I wonder if this will burn. I wonder if this will, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's just like, putting it up to things to see if they burn. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he's not going to make a good president. I don't think <laughs> like I don't think I'm not. No, really, but he, he might like, uh, you know, almost like a, a monkey in a cage. He might like smash around enough to open up the cage a little bit, you know, or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. To, like yeah. try and stretch things out a little bit so that the whoever's next can kind of go in and like, all right, well, let's fix this. Let's fix this. Because if he it goes in and does like a horrible job, at least we'll know like, well, that's the kind of president we don't want. And mm-hmm. we voted him in. So how do we not do that again? Yeah. And that'll be at least worth it, I think, in the long run, maybe not in the short term. Yeah, we'll see, man. This this uh this presidential race is kind of crazy, dude. I are you still sticking by our earlier prediction that Hillary Clinton's going to take it? Yeah, uh, Bernie Sanders is is really giving us a run for our money though on that. Oh, on he's that giving prediction. us a show for sure. Yeah, <sighs> dude, I'm, I'm still saying Hillary's going to. She's got like the the whole super delegate thing is so fucked, man. It's so fucked because it gives the impression that she's already won. So anybody who's on the fence, uh it's much less likely to go on the side of Bernie just because it looks like she's got this huge lead, but it's kind of bullshit in a sense, because from everything that I've heard. All right. So in case you don't know, audience, grandkids, in case our government is totally flip flopped and different (laughs) than how it is now, basically your delegates are decided by the people, the people vote in their state and the states uh, have so many uh, delegate count or votes, you know, that they can cast for the Democratic candidate. And they can say, I support Hillary or I support, support Bernie in this case. The super delegates are chosen fucking congressmen and governors and like high level po- politicians who have like a, a disproportionate amount of power in terms of, uh, their voting numbers. So they get these thousands and thousands of, of delegate votes, or the, you know, compared it's like, so the average person has to rely on the normal delegate count. And so if you compare the, in the power of a normal delegate versus a super delegate, it's like 50,000 to one or something fucking crazy like that, like totally insane, totally disproportionate. But there are these people and they don't have anything to do with the people they can say like, oh, well, I want to cast my super delegate vote for Hillary Clinton, even though Bernie Sanders uh, is clearly the people's favorite. So the idea is that Bernie Sanders could get more votes delegate wise. But if the super delegate vote goes to Hillary Clinton, she can still come out the winner for the Democratic National Convention or or, uh, for the Democratic Party in the presidential campaign. From what I've heard everywhere, though, I don't think the DNC will use that power in that way because it would be too, people would be too upset. Yeah. And then they would lose at the general election, no matter who the Republican candidate is, 
they would just lose because they fuck they made the the borderline Democrats so fucking angry by using that power. But we'll see, man, because I don't, I really don't think they want Bernie Sanders in there. I don't think so either. And dude, I haven't really been paying attention. Like I haven't I don't I don't have that many years under my belt as someone who's like paying attention to politics or the elections because. Before, I mean, you know, before I, I've only been able to vote for like eight years or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, Is that true? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Only like only since I was only able to vote for Obama. I couldn't vote for George Bush or any of those guys. You're older than me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am a little bit older than Adam. Spoiler alert. Spoiler Spoilers. alert. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I've never really heard of a race like this where the two Democratic, because I feel like there's such a split between Bernie supporters and Hillary supporters where they're like actively talking shit on one another. Is that how it always has been? This feels like I, a very I, intense. I kind of remember that from the uh, when Barack Obama was first running. I kind of remember there being this really heated with Hillary, though, right? <laughs> with oh, Hillary. Shit. Yeah. What's the oh, there's the parallel for you. People yeah, really don't like her, man. The people who don't like her really don't like her. Right. I can't they, they say I blame she's like really. evil incarnate. Like I, I don't blame. I them. wouldn't go that far. I don't far, like yeah. her, but yeah, she's not. She's not that bad. I mean, she's pretty fucking awful. She's pretty terrible because she's just like a, the. I'm a I'm a politician's politician, you know, and that's like oh, so you're like the worst of the worst. Okay, yeah. understood. Is she going to be a good president? She'll be a mediocre president, or she'll she'll like. She might be a great president by her standards and by like the Democratic National Convention standards, but like by my standards, she'll just be like another like oh another president happened, you know. Yeah, that'll pretty much be it. Dude, you know what was really interesting actually? I um, speaking of the presidents, I listened to uh on well, it's on your Audible account. Sorry, Audible. Sorry, Audible. Fucking fuck oh, you. Oh, dude, don't don't confess to that on mm. the mic. Dude, I'm just saying. Go down for that. <laughs> Sharing an Audible account is a criminal offense, dog. <laughs> uh, well, you can't prove that was my voice. This could just be uh, something I made in virtual reality, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the White House tapes. The White House yeah. tapes, man. I oh my god. So for people that don't know, the White House tapes are basically. I think JFK. Uh, actively decided to have his phone bugged so that he they could record the conversations that he was having on a day-to-day basis, sort of like as a historical thing. Like, I know I'm making history right now, uh, and this will be used for— Because I'm kind of the fucking man. What's that? Because I'm, I'm kind of the fucking man. Because I'm kind of the fucking man, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. Oh, man, he would have been such a boss if he got shot in the head and just came back and was like, what? <laughs> what? I'm fine, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but— uh, it was really interesting to to listen to some of the conversations that I think it was like three presidents. So it was uh, I think Lyndon Johnson came after Kennedy, right? Oh God, I hope I'm getting that right. Jesus Christ, LBJ, yes, after, yes. yeah, I think so, yeah, I believe so. And to see the, the the difference in the way that they talk to people, but also like the reality behind a lot of these political decisions. It's it House of Cards, I think, gets it very, very like it's very I know, accurate, man. Um, yeah, because it's mostly just like doing favors for people based on certain things like, oh, this will look nice. This will look good here. This will look good there. And so it's a lot of like manipulation. That's not necessarily like, oh, big government is evil. It's like they're not evil. They're just fucking kind of greedy. You know what I mean? Or like they're or like yeah. doing things for power. Mm-hmm. So they're not it's not an evil thing. It makes sense. You would probably do the same thing if you were in that position. I think that's just what yeah. I think it's just like a human corruption issue almost. I mean, yeah. I, it's not even like, and corruption sounds like too hard of a word. It's it's like what you say, you, you help out your friends. You know what I mean? You help yeah, out your people friends. close to you, your family. And, you know, of course, that ex- as a politician, it's supposed to extend to like every American and every, all of your constituents. But it's kind of the same way that like, you don't treat your third cousins who live in a different country with the same, uh, or the same way as your aunt who lives down the block, you know, you're obviously much closer to her, and so you treat her better. Let's be honest, you know, yeah. your cousin, third cousin in another country is not getting the same amount of attention. So it's the same thing for a person who's a politician. You know, they're not perfect politicians because they're not perfect people. But the problem is when you're a not perfect normal person, you're not you don't you're not behind the seat of all of this power, this enormous influence. And that's where that's where the shiesty shit happens. Because of that human error, you know, it gets really exaggerated when you're beh- you have that much power behind you as a politician. You're, you're moving hundreds of millions of dollars from one place to another or, you know, and in, investing that into some kind of research or infrastructure. Like, 
or some project. Like imagine shit like the the Hoover Dam. That shit was built in the twenties, I wanna say. Sure. Fuck, we'll go for it. Uh but <laughs> it's so fucking big. It's yeah. just it's like mind boggling that people couldn't do that. And that's what kind of power the government has when they, you know, you wanna use Dude, the thing that impressed me the most, I think, about any any presidential move in history, this is my this is my number one. If I had to rank them, uh, is is FDR fixing the Dust Bowl because that to me, gangster as fuck. You're right, gangster as fuck, and also like a sign of actual genius and a little bit of intelligence there. Where I'm like, okay, these are the kind of people that should be leading us. Where they, yeah, because they had they had they cut down all the trees and then they had the, and then because of that they just had all these giant dust things where like it would cover the entire sky and people were getting sick and dying from it and like it was fucking awful. Crops were dying, yeah, and, and nobody knew why it was happening. And FDR was like, put a lot of trees down there, and it just because the trees got in the way of all the dust and stuff, so it didn't compile into these giant fucking storms. I was like, that is amazing, man. Yeah, and the, the roots also help keep the dirt. In, like collected into the tree instead of being able to dry and, and blow upward. But that's just a, such a great example of, I mean, and on a massive scale, I mean, that the Dust Bowl was hitting the Midwest of the country like, you know, states big. It wasn't just like, oh, this city is having a really bad problem. So, like, it's such a good example of a president, like, we have a problem, Mr. President, you know. He gets the scientists together, the committee. They they tell him like this is what's happening, and that of course there was probably somebody else who was like, oh, that's that sounds like rubbish, you know, uh, because we cut the trees down. Come on, the timber companies are gonna be upset about these new laws, and you know, da da da, or whatever, whatever the fuck. But it's such a great example of a president being like, look, this is what we're gonna do. Apparently, this is the problem. This is how we can solve it. We're just gonna do that on on a massive scale, man. They planted so many trees. They got so many people involved, and they actually it, they solved the issue. It's like, when the fuck does that ever happen yeah. on that scale anymore? <laughs> when was the last time something like that happened? Exactly. That's kind of how I feel. And and granted, we haven't really had... Well, that's not true. We kind of have had a couple uh, big natural disasters, I guess. Uh, Hurricane well, Katrina. Oh, George Katrina. W. Bush what a royally fucking fucked flop. that one. What a Royally flop, fucked dude. that one. Holy <laughs> fuck. That goes down in the history books the complete opposite. Just complete chaos within, like, a couple days. Like, the levees broke, and then shit just went to fucking shit. Yeah. And, I, and again, this is when I, I don't think it was a grand conspiracy, because there were conspiracy theories at the time, like, Bush did it. Like, there were bombs inside of the levees. They broke. It was to, oh it was to get the, and I'm like, no, no, it just, it just screams very, it just, it's incompetence. It's just gross that, incompetence. That's me. That is the scarier thought. Not that there's some highly intelligent people, you know, at behind the wheels of these conspiracies that are like, all right, we'll bomb the levees. New Orleans will go down. The black people will all die and we'll be able to go in and rescue them and look really good. It, rather than that, I think what the reality is a natural disaster hits and they're like, oh, God, what do we do? We don't have enough. We, we don't have enough people in the right spots. We, we don't have enough money. Oh, God. Oh, people are dying. Oh, there's nothing we can do. Oh God, this is bad. And I think that is the reality of the situation. It's not they're like, let's watch the world burn. They're like, <laughs> we can't put the fires out. We can't put the fires out. And that's scarier because we want to believe that our government has more power than uh than I guess they have, just so that we can feel safe. But that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think. Maybe these conspiracies are true, but I, I really I think usually it's in gross incompetence. Well, the reptilians one is for sure. <laughs> I don't know about the rest, but <laughs> the reptile people, don't get me started. Dude, what? I've seen those YouTube videos. Barack Obama, he'll finish a speech and like flashback and he'll turn into a reptile. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't watch those at night. Do not watch those at night. <laughs> you know what, um, you know what I, I think is a similar... So I, this, is, this is what I imagine, right? So the Dust Bowl... The president has this committee. They make these reports. They have a plan, and they do it, and it takes a lot. And you kind of have to trust in the plan and start this, like, dude, we just planted, like, a 1,000 trees, and we have, like, 100 million left to go. This looks, this doesn't look like a good plan. But you have to just trust it and keep going and keep going, and eventually, you know, it'll solve the problem. I think there could be a similar thing worldwide with uh, global climate change. You know, you can call it global warming, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um because there's this guy, David McKay, he has a TED Talk, it's fucking phenomenal, and it's borderline hard to sit through, because 
there's a lot of numbers, uh, which is why I like the video because it's not just like, oh, well, like change your light bulbs, that'll help. Mm. He breaks down exactly how much it, work it'll take for each person, what your life will look like in a sustainable society. Oh, that is, shit. you know, somewhat similar to to what we how we live now, right? So, basically, in order to keep global warming to like a three to four degree, or I think two degrees warmer on average than we are now in order to keep it like there and even at that point we're talking about sea level rise species loss human loss uh you know disease all sorts of crazy shit at two degrees but this is this is how much effort it would take just to keep it there and not for it to spiral out of control further than that it would take uh, a world war ii effort level effort that's how much energy and work would have to be put into this we could solve global warming if we started today but it would just take that much effort and coordination around the world from each from all the countries uh like communicating and shifting resources and people and things all around the world that you know where so that everything is where they need to be however if we could pull that off it would prove that we could work together as an international body and the infrastructure would all be set up already so that we could move things between each other we know exactly how to handle that because we've done it before and it would just be a matter of tweaking the details for specific and then we go and fuck aliens dude Hell yeah. Onward Come and on, upward. Man. Come on. Let's get to it already. It's been so that's, long. I've seen Avatar already. I, that's when I started thinking about dude, the this. Dude, guy, the guy who runs in 2020 is just like, let's go fuck some aliens. Come on. <laughs> that's, his, that's, his, that's his campaign slogan. 2020, Come fuck on. aliens. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah, did, did the guy, do you remember, like, that guy's TED Talk? Do you get, remember what, like, some of the differences would be in the way that we would live? Yes, good question. Um, uh, so people wouldn't be driving as much um, instead of going on vacation. It's a lot of like carpooling or riding your bike instead of driving. Um, uh, stuff like that, like, uh, you know, insulate your house. So it costs a little bit more. We'd have to invest in PV, but that's some of that would be the government. Some of that would be private, you know, that kind of thing. A lot of it is just um, cutting down on, on uh, transportation and the energy use in your house. So unplugging things at night, every night. Uh, or we design products that just completely shut off. How about that? How about fucking that? You know, that's that's my thing too, is like a lot of this shit, the infrastructure of our human-created world is not set up for sustainability. For example, let's say you have an electric car and you want to go on a road trip through through the South, all right? Where the fuck are you charging up on the way? Yeah. You know, where are you plug? There's no plug-in stations. There's only gas stations. So it's, you know, let's say you want to be sustainable and you want this electric car, you know, you you can't drive it everywhere. Couldn't couldn't they just, just do solar panels up. on the car? Wouldn't that would that make sense? I wonder if maybe there's probably like some logistics you, I don't understand. Yeah, you need some. You need enormous solar panels. Okay. For that, because they're not they're not that efficient yet. They're okay. getting there slowly, but they're not that efficient. Well, if anyway, were, yeah, that's what we have to work for then. Because if they're really efficient, that would be awesome, right? You wouldn't have to exactly. pull over for gas. You won't even right. be driving or, these things in like twenty years. Honestly, I I, I honestly think that it's going to yeah. be that fast. Yeah, and I think if we have electric cars and that or electricity runs by electricity, computers are run by electricity, you merge the car and the computer, and then we have the the infrastructure of the roads, if they become like uh electronized, you know, if they are, if they have sensors in the roads that are getting and giving information from the cars, that's I think how you have um driverless driving completely you know you have wires under the road that are sensing the cars the cars are sending information back and forth and nobody's driving because the road knows exactly how far the next car is exactly how fast it's going it's getting information from the roads you know two miles up ahead about how the there's heavy traffic so it's just going to slow these cars down just a hair because that'll alleviate the traffic up front etc it'll be more efficient that way and people won't even want to drive because cars will just be swimming back and forth between each other but i think that's the natural progression because i've even seen that they have roads that are it's really expensive at this point but they're getting better where it's like layers of really tough glass and then under that is solar panel or interspersed in there solar panel but then it also has led lights so the road powers itself but you can change the road like a computer screen so you can have like like uh messages going across the road or you can change where the line is based on the traffic you know 
So that's if there's insane. heavy traffic, yeah, if there's heavy traffic going one way, you can just move the line over without having to repaint it because there's LED lights that'll light up and say like, well, now there's two lanes over. I did see something like that the other day when I was getting off of uh, the Benjamin Franklin, uh, the Ben Franklin Bridge. They had this thing like the girders in the middle. They have this mm-hmm. machine that runs up of it, up it, and just moves them. It was wow. incredible, man. I, I'd never. I was like, whoa! It really. I was like, wow. That is. That is. You ever see a machine that you've never seen before, and you're just like, what the fuck? That is yeah. insane. I used they, to love those shows, like uh, Modern Marvels or whatever, whatever those shows are, like how it's made. But they go back and you just see the factory. You're like, oh, shit. Like, that's a crazy ass machine. Yeah, yeah. How it's made. Oh, my God. That's such a great show. I feel like I. it's like uh, I think that's why I've mentioned this before. But that's why I like Miss. I made this big Mr. Rogers defense with you guys. Well, it wasn't a defense with you guys. But I remember remember the one time I went over to your old apartment and I just started going on a, a rant about how awesome Mr. Rogers was as a program. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we watched it, and hey, I gotta say, it was really fucking chill, man. I, I enjoyed it. He, like, went to some factory, you know? I, It's yep. like those bits were always my favorite part where he would just be like, hey, you guys want to see how crayons are made? And it's like, fuck yeah, I want to see how yeah, crayons are made. Are you fucking love serious? That, Mr. Rogers? Yes. I could do less me. with the puppets. I didn't need those puppets. The puppets part, yeah. I, hate, I hated that. I was like, Dude, skip through. I, that, was, that was actually one of those uh, few things that, as a kid, would, like, freak me out, you know? Like, re- like really kind of chill me in a weird way where I was like... This this is like the, some weird fantasy like this is some crazy shit you know like yeah. as a kid it just really rubbed me the wrong way I honestly I agree with that too because I think that the puppets on Mister Rogers were way more unsettling than like the Muppets on Sesame Street mm-hmm. for me at least because yep. there was something creepy Se- oh Sesame Street I didn't get the same vibe yeah. you know what it was I think I think it was because Mister Rogers was like doing the voices of the puppets too wasn't he oh, so like the, Jesus please so, like, don't the, tell me that yeah dude. yeah so that's why like the kid they're like hi I'm this cat oh, it's just no, like that dude. now I think yeah, that's, what that's me probably out. what that's, it was dude <laughs> yeah. as a kid we probably were picking up on that like something is off about they all sound like they're coming from the same yeah. creepy motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i love mr rogers but that was not a cool thing you did bro yeah, like no, you should have no. just got a cast of voice actors yeah like on sesame street where they're like doing like i'm cookie monster and you're like okay it's exactly. like a cartoony voice it's not like fucking hey, like, hey oh, kids <laughs> oh my god yeah that makes so much sense now i i never liked that part oh, of the show jesus christ Fuck. yeah me neither I liked all the other parts. Uh, yeah, though. I liked even the fun. real his real life interactions with the mailman and shit. I was like, man, what a pleasant human mailman. interaction. <laughs> that, 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 that What's ma- up, Mister Rogers? <laughs> Can I come on in? There, Mister Rogers was always like, "How's your wife?" And he was like, "Oh, I got your mail." It's <laughs> 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 oh, funny. Oh my god, dude! Uh, wh- real quick, I wanted to just bring something up. So, um. The other day was WrestleMania. Sheamus' wrestling corner. Bam, 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 bam. The other day was WrestleMania, and I haven't really been watching wrestling, but I decided I'd go over uh, and record with my cousin Trevor, and we would do a spinoff episode. That never happened, so I'm sorry. We were gonna we were gonna Ooh. review WrestleMania 32 as it happened. There is a small clip that existed, which you guys have heard at this point. Uh, you're probably like, what the fuck was that? That was so out of context. Like, he's just there for a second. But, uh, yeah, man. So we tried to watch it, and we were going to – well, we did watch it, but we tried to record. I forgot how fucking long that shit was. Five the, fucking the UFC hours. Deal? Holy shit. It was a fucking marathon, dude. I And it was not that good of a show to be that fucking long. I hear you on that. I can't imagine like five hours of WWE style wrestling. That's hard to pull off. And 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 they had so many injuries that like nobody was there really. And they just had like all these weird segments where like The Rock came out uh, with, and but then he went back and got a flamethrower, and then he was just shooting flames um, up at the crowd. Excuse me. And then he lit his name on fire. So there was just a rock that was on fire. And then he came down to the ring, and he talked for like twenty minutes. About how they they broke some attendance record, and it was just like, oh, are you what the fuck are you are you guys just buying time now? Like The Rock is the worst now. The Rock is like literally the most annoying dude. Every time I see him come back, I'm like, oh god, he's gonna say oh, something that's gonna make me like cringe. Do, do you like him outside of wrestling? Yeah, I mean, no, I don't like his real personality. Everything <laughs> I've seen of this guy, everything I've seen of The Rock, is this fucking. He just is so oblivious to how douchey he sounds because everyone's always going, yeah, rock. That's cool. Rock. You're really cool. Rock. <laughs> uh, 
but he says like the douchiest things. You know, he's not cool anymore. He just that he was like '90s cool, I think. Wherever. Can you remember what anything that he said at WrestleMania that you were like, oh, this douche? He just, he just, he's going into his old like jabron, jabroni like you, you booty ass bitch or like I don't know. He's oh, saying boy. just yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the, it doesn't feel right anymore. It feels like he's pandering. I guess it feels like he's fucking right. pandering, and. People eat it up, and I just think it's the worst. And then, like the, he, he's like Carlton doing the Carlton dance. Still, he doesn't follow anyone on Twitter. I know that's not a big deal, but like, come on, dog, you, you don't follow a single person. You don't follow Damn, a single nobody? person. No, he just puts out and he puts out these tweets like, every moment is the moment to change your life. <laughs> he puts out these yeah, like, yeah, yeah, with, with like a picture of him like lifting some heavy weight. Yeah, and he's bulging yeah, yeah, out of his yeah, arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I respect his I respect his career. I think he's he's definitely obviously you can't argue that the guy has fucking charisma. But like mm-hmm. when I see him come back to wrestling, I'm like, stop coming back to wrestling. I yeah, thought this was I what see, I wanted yeah. and I don't. I don't want this. I want the old rock, which want, yeah. he doesn't exist. He's dead. Yeah. The old rock is dead. I, I I like that Stone Cold retired and like never came back because then he came back on he came back at WrestleMania just for like a, a quick moment. And my man looks fat as fuck, and he's, like, wearing mom jeans and, like, smiling to the crowd and shit, and I'm like, all right, I'm glad you only come back, like, once every eight years because, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's not a good look when you do. No, because they're just, like, old men now who aren't in character anymore, but they're, like, pretending to be the character, but they're not really doing a great job of it. Like, DDP, when DDP comes out, he always comes out wearing his DDP yoga shirt, which always, (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, that's the saddest thing. Cross-promotion. This dude dude is trying so hard. He's like, I'll only go out if I can wear the DDP yoga (laughs) shirt. Shout out to DDP Yoga, though, because that was the first yoga that I ever did that I, it made me go like, oh, I, I kind of see what yoga's about now. I kind of I can understand this. Oh, DDP Yoga is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And, and I can't even uh, even when I see it, I'm just like, it's kind of crazy now because like uh, I see him more as the DDP Yoga guy than the wrestler used to be. So when he comes right, back, yeah, I'm like, what is weird. my yoga instructor doing on Raw? <laughs> <laughs> Guruji, what are you doing on Raw? <laughs> oh, you're igniting? <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna do the fucking... Uh, he's gonna Dude, do safety do that zone. Shit? Does he, like, fucking ignite and <laughs> uh, WWE, like, right before you fucking put someone through a table? He hits a fucking cannonball off the top rope. <laughs> These are all yoga terms, guy, but they're not, like, real yoga terms, because he changes them DDP and made them, like, wrestling terms. terms. Yeah. Hulk it yeah. up. Uh, I think some of that's a little unnecessary, but I like his uh, I like his approach. I like yeah. His yoga. Well, I'll say this: the one cool thing about WrestleMania, just get back to that for a second, was the only good match was the Undertaker versus Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon came back, and he was he's like, cool. yeah, it was cool. And he, they're both old as fuck, man. Yes. And the so the thing about WrestleMania is like this WrestleMania is like they it was so like the main event was Triple H versus Roman Reigns and it got booed out of the building they turned the audience volume down <laughs> yeah, and that yeah, sucks yeah yeah because like nobody wanted to see that and if all they had to do was make the Undertaker Shane McMahon thing the main event and they could have saved themselves like a lot of hassle you know what I mean right. um but because that was really cool because Shane jumped off the hell in the cell which was awesome and I was oh, old man I know. I was afraid. I was afraid. I was like, this man might actually die. We might watch this man die. Um, but he was okay, and that was cool, and I'm glad that that happened. But, you know, honestly, it, WrestleMania was supposed to be this big event that, like, pulls you in once, once even if you hate wrestling all year long. This is how, I, this is how right. I'm approaching it now, basically, because I just hate wrestling all year long now. <laughs> I'm like, this will be the one thing that I think is cool. No, nope. it wasn't. You know what the highlight of WrestleMania was? Eating... Eating bacon pop tarts with my cousin. No big deal. Bacon pop tarts? <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? Ma- he had a box of maple bacon pop tarts. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. I thought you meant like you cooked bacon on the side no. and like ate them together. No, no. Pop tarts made a, a oh, maple Jesus bacon pop tart. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. Pop tart. Are you okay? Co- pop- the company? Pop tart. How high are you right now? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I know what we gotta make. Fuck? We got to make fucking maple bacon Pop-Tarts. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're just, they're going with that bacon meme. But look, look, to their credit, it tastes like bacon, right? I ate one of these things and I was like, oh, gross. This tastes like bacon. Why the fuck am I eating this? Exactly. It's a Pop-Tart. It's supposed to be like overly sweet. It's supposed to be the sweetest thing you eat like all week. Maple bacon Pop-Tarts. Not the baconist. 
Shout out to Maple Bacon Pop Tarts, the king, the real king of WrestleMania. <laughs> I'll I'll change my tune if you guys uh, want to sponsor our show or send me some some of those Pop Tarts in the mail for free. But Dude, at this point, that sounds like a terrible fucking idea. Uh, instead of the Rock, they should have had Maple Maple Bacon Pop Tarts come out and cut a sick promo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Sheamus has finally lost it. It I've was the Pop Tarts that did it. I've lost it. Yeah, they were fucking gross, man. They were real fucking gross. But, you know, shout out to Trevor Hill. We'll get him back on the episode at some point. Yeah, definitely. We have to. Yeah, because he's he's a funny-ass kid. And uh, it was great hanging out with him. It was cool hanging out with my cousin. But, you know, WrestleMania. Look, I think I might just... This might be the last Sheamus' wrestling corner you hear in a while. That's all I'm saying. I just can't find a reason to care about it. I really can't. Yeah, no, I hear you on that, man. You know what? It might be awesome in the future. It might, it might, you know, return to being awesome. And then at that point, you can just jump back into it. Yeah, yeah. But for right now, it just sucks. You know? It just Nothing sucks. You can do about that. And it sucks because everybody I've talked to, like I've talked to a couple people about WrestleMania, people I know are wrestling fans, and a lot of people liked it. And that makes me think I just don't like wrestling. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe rest, wrestling is just sort of changing to this thing that it wasn't before. And it's just not the thing I, like, jumped on in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, I, when I got yeah. into wrestling, it was because it was a different fucking thing. Right. You were looking for something that they're not they're not focusing on anymore. Yeah. It's and bad, People are like, man. no, wrestling's awesome. And you're like, ah, oh, well, what you're calling wrestling may be awesome, but that's not what I call wrestling. It's bad. It's not awesome. I'll watch Lucha Underground, though. Shout out to fucking Lucha Underground. Because that's like a show. They put on a fucking yeah, show. Yeah, you put that on, dude. That sh- I was like, this shit, it's like a fucking telenovela, man. That shit was so funny with the camera angles. It was all so dramatic. Yeah, because well, because everybody... See, the thing with wrestling now is you cannot pretend it's real because everybody knows it's not. So you might as well exploit that thing and have whatever fucking story elements you want to put in there as long as the crowd likes it and it makes sense. And WWE yeah, is not even doing that. Because everyone is already used to the idea of fiction. We have it on our shows, in our books. You know, just run with... We know this is a fiction. Sell it as a fiction. But realize that, like, with fiction, you can do, like, mysterious kind of things and have, like, cool plot holes and storylines and things that don't rely on whether the actual people are, you know... or It doesn't really have to do anything to do with them. You can just create a story that carries your um like your uh what do they call those like what is like ring of honor and wwe like what is the uh your federation i guess yeah 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 you can have like a storyline that that is like look we have this cool story that we have and each one of these characters is like an actor essentially as well as a a wrestler and they are doing their own characters and you can have a dynamic storyline where you can have like oh now this guy's a bad guy because you know, apparently on Twitter, he's an asshole and nobody likes him. So we're going to make him a bad guy because that that'll sell his character. And then so in the story, the way he turns into a bad guy is he uh, steals this guy's girl and, you know, or or his girl breaks up with him. And so now he's just so upset and he takes it out on someone. So you can have like that kind of shit, too. And it'll be it's different levels for everyone. And but yeah, WWE, the story sucks. Well, you know what it is, man? I really think it is, is that they switched over to PG. And I think that really fucked them because the whole concept of wrestling is that it's two people fighting. So you cannot you cannot make that family friendly. By definition, you really can't. If, if or the, at if, least child friendly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You can make it family friendly, I guess. But it's it's almost like since they switched from TV fourteen to PG, it's like it's like as if Fast and the Furious had to just cut around all the the action parts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or like they had to they had to cut it out. Like imagine some like rated R movie where they where they can't do anything rated R. You know, like it's a war movie yeah. where there's no blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like nobody's bleeding at all the whole time. It would suck. Because you'd be like, what is this? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. Exactly. There's something very crucial missing here. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Although I will say there is a a movie called, um, fuck, I was trying to think of it, but it's a, it's a Nazi Germany movie. Anyway, so the, the little, the book, something about a book. Fuck. I'll look it up. But it's this little girl. She's, you know hiding and running and the war comes but nobody nobody bleeds but you hear the explosions and they're not like directly involved in the war shooting part but yeah yeah, yeah. uh it's like pg-13 but there are still scenes where like a bomb explodes and then they'll go back to the scene and you see like the bodies in there but they're not like torn apart they're just like in there yeah yeah you know yeah. very dead you know which is like that's the it just sprung to my mind because that's the best example of 
like a war movie that still it gets the point across without like you know actually showing someone's arm yeah and i guess film is different too because you can take artistic like but but if you're if you're telling me that a guy is getting punched in the face or if you're telling me a guy is getting shot with a bullet and there's no blood or there's no like pain involved it just seems on it's like uncanny valley weird shit and i know people are into that now like people are really into that like they get behind these guys i don't know why i really don't know what people like about wrestling anymore i just don't get it anymore i sound it sounds terrible i feel so oh my heart is broken i know it was your it was one of your early loves man only a year ago Ugh. i feel you on that because i used to watch it man with rich my brother rich shout out to rich and we used to have a good time watching it. It was, it's a good kind of, it's like, it's entertaining, you know? But then it just got so bad. I just couldn't, we just stopped watching it. It was just like, oh no, like that shit sucked. That was dumb. We kept like every, every time we watched it, we ended up saying like, turning it off. Like, oh, that was stupid. You know, going to the next show. And we just, we're like, why are we even watching this anymore? I'll watch that's the what People happened. versus OJ, bro. That's what I'm watching, yeah. all right? I finished that, by the way. That shit was crazy. Great show, highly recommend it. Watch the People versus OJ, and then and then go on crazy Netflix? on YouTube. And f- f- okay, here's the one thing I'll say about the OJ case, right? That that nobody else is saying. This is you, is a hot a hot button thing. Um, so he so I misspoke on the last episode where I said that uh, uh, his wife was involved with this guy who OJ killed, the the, the mm-hmm. Ron Goldman. Um, because, uh, I think what it was is he was a waiter at the restaurant she was at and he was returning her glasses. And so I think he like walked in on OJ killing her and just tried to stop him or whatever, got fucked up himself. Um, and that sucks, but I'll tell you who is a, who is very annoying. And that is her sister, his sister. (laughs) Uh huh. She has all these stories where she's like, I saw OJ in a parking lot and I was in my car and it took everything in my being not to run him down. And like, what? yeah, yeah. Like she's so like, she's so like, not, I know, I know, like, I can't say overdramatic cause like obviously her brother was murdered. That's a terrible thing. But like, she, she is still like the other day she got in trouble for tweeting OJ's like exact prison address. You know, like she, she like, she was like, oh, if you want to send cool. him stuff, here's this. Like, she's still like going after him constantly, which I don't know how I'd react. But Look, it just seems a little you shitty. You can't blame her, but she's still being shitty. Yeah, you she's, can't blame yeah. her for it, but she's still being shitty. She's being super <laughs> shitty, super yeah. shitty. Yeah, I mean, he he. That's the justice system in our country. He's in jail. You won. You got you got the justice thing. You know, let him let him do his time. He's already lost. Trust me. Like that dude, that motherfucker has lost his goddamn mind, man. Yeah, he has lost his mind. Oh dear lord, he has yeah. nobody left on his team. <laughs> no, no. And that's a great place to end. <laughs> uh, this has been we, conversations. We are, we are the people versus OJ. <laughs> yeah, I'm the. Hey, it took me. It took everything in my power not to run him down. I was like, come on. Come I know. On. Like, I, I'm. I'm down with. Uh, you know, let's find creative ways to like say that OJ is a piece of shit. I'm fine with that. But like, that's just that's just not helpful. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's. Everyone knows he did it. He's in jail now, and he's his life is fucked, basically. His life is fucked. Just let it be fucked. Yeah, it's just, you don't even have to do anything anymore. You could just let him right. do it. Right. He'll it's, take care it's of already, it. It's already done. Yeah. 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 So there you go. What's her name? Chill the fuck out. His life Ch- is already chill, shit. Chill the fuck out. It sucks. I don't think your just, brother would want that either. I mean, I can't, I can't yeah. speak to that, but like... I'm sure he wants you to be happy. You he know, wants you to the be very, happy, yeah. He, he might have wanted you to get OJ in jail and make sure that he's going to have a miserable life. But look, you done did it. He's going to have a miserable life now. You can just relax, drink some wine, and be happy. Find a man if you haven't, and start a family or don't. Travel. Whatever. Do you, boo-boo. Write a book. Make some money. Fuck it. You know, take advantage of this situation. Because right now you're just, yeah, you're just wasting your energy on anger. And nobody likes that shit. It's not attractive to anybody. It's I don't not. mean that in a sexist way. I just mean it's just. Not I a do. Good I do. Smile, sweetheart. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> this has been conversations for our grandkids. Uh, we're on iTunes. <laughs> review us on iTunes. Review us on Stitcher. Um, what else? What else? Uh, we're on Twitter. Convo for grandkids. Uh, go on our website. It's candymunchers.com. Leave us a comment. Leave us anything. Yeah. Tell me about your virtual reality experiences. What do you want to do in virtual reality? 
Yeah, that's a good question. If you, what do you want to do in virtual? What, like, what are your envision or your? What is your vision of it? Because Seamus came up with the idea of uh, like you could take kids on a trip through a museum. Like, how do you see virtual reality being used? I'm interested in that because I think there are a lot of ideas that no one's thinking about because it hasn't been around long enough. Yeah, let's so capitalize trying, on this, guys. Exactly, exactly. Seamus, goddamn it! I wish we would have said that off the mic because now they're, they're going to save their shit. Ideas. Send it anyway. We'll, we'll, cut, we'll cut you. We'll give you a free copy of whatever the product is. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Well, All this right. has been conversations for our great kids, and uh, I feel better. Yeah, me too. I feel better. The good work is never done. Just stand your ground and keep on shining. You know, you can run.